You are listening to a podcast of Risen Savior Lutheran Church in Chula Vista, California. Growing in faith, living in hope, serving in love, all to the glory of God. I draw your attention once again to the second lesson for today, Colossians chapter 3. I'm just going to read the beginning portion of it. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. This is the word of God. How fitting it is that on this, the first Sunday after Christmas, the very first word we hear spoken in this particular lesson is the word, therefore. The word, therefore, is a word that connects two things, two thoughts. For instance, the word therefore of verse 12 connects it to the preceding verse, verse 11, where we learn three important words. Christ is all. In other words, Christ is everything we need in every possible way. Therefore. But it doesn't just connect verse 12 to verse 11. It makes some other connections here too. How fitting it is that on today, the first Sunday after Christmas, that's the first word we hear, therefore. Just think about all that we have heard in the last week. On Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we heard the awesome message of the the gospel of God's grace and sending his son to live with us and for us. On Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we received the the incredible reminder that the eternal God, who is not bound by time, stepped into time. As we learn from Galatians 4, verse 4, when the time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law. That's us, by the way. God sent his Son to redeem us. God sent his son to pay the price of of his life for ours. That's us. That's the awesome reminder we received this last week. And that also, in another way of saying it, is found in our lesson for today. We are God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved by him. Christmas proves it. Christmas proves it. And then comes this word, therefore. That word, therefore, connects two things. Let's see if we cannot make some sort of Christmas connection here. In view of all the wonderful things that we have learned about God and our Savior in the last week, in view of all the incredible things he does in order to save us eternally, therefore, And maybe you could fill in the blanks even if if we didn't have it recorded for us. But we do have it recorded for us, so therefore there's no uncertainty. Considering all that God has done for us, in fact, everything, therefore, clothe yourselves with compassion, 
kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Compassion is what the good Samaritan felt when he walked past the man who was robbed and beaten. Everyone else passed him by, but he didn't. Kindness is the virtue that that cares as much about the people living next to us as ourselves. Humility is the attitude of the tax collector who didn't even view himself worthy to look up to heaven. Gentleness is the mark of someone who is not intimidating. In fact, it's someone that people want to spend time with because of that virtue. And then the last one here, patience. That's the mark of one who isn't and doesn't easily retaliate when insulted or injured. These are all the virtues that follow the therefore of Colossians 3 verse 12 that we want to have be a part of our lives. Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It is interesting to know that In Paul's day, the one who wrote down these words through inspiration, these particular virtues were despised by the unbelieving world. But really, it's no different in our day, is it? Sure, we hear the world today talk a lot about assertiveness and and self-confidence and and self-promotion and and pride. and, And some of these things, we can't say there's anything wrong with those until the world starts preaching to us a sermon of nice guys finish last and survival of the fittest. While so many in the unbelieving world today continue to despise the virtues recorded in Colossians 3, these are all marks and virtues of our dear Lord and Savior. And that should be all we need to know about that. And speaking of our Lord and Savior, it leads to another virtue that follows the therefore of verse 12. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. I like the play on words here. Bear with one another. Now, I've never spent much time with a bear, but I would imagine they're not the easiest things to get along with. And that might also just be true of us once in a while, right? We might be a bear to live with occasionally. I know that's true in my life. I know I've had those days. And I'm sure we all have. But here it says, bear with one another. Now, this isn't excusing wrong behavior or harsh behavior. This is just the reality of living in a sinful world. In my class notes from the seminary as we worked through this, I had this note written down. This means to put up with the unpleasant traits and habits of the people around you. And I couldn't help but smile when I I read that note. Because in our house, in our home, I know there are certain traits, there are certain things that we do or that are part of what we do. I'm not going to share any of those here today. But there are just some, some habits. They're just, just a part of who we are. And either we can let those things tear ourselves apart or we can bear with one another. Or even more ideally, we can do what we're told here in this verse, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. 
And it gets even more specific than that. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Easier said than done, right? Forgive as the Lord forgave you. But that's why there's more to all of this in verse 14. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Love is what motivated the Lord to do what he did for us. Unconditionally and completely. Love does not say, I'll forgive you and I'll love you if you shape up. In fact, love never says if. The type of love described here, it's unconditional. It doesn't love someone or something because it's lovable. It loves simply because that's what it's determined to do. It's determined to love. And of course, the type of love being described here is none other than the love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. The type of love described here is none other than the love of God the Father sending his own son into the manger at Bethlehem. Over all these virtues, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Love is the glue. Love is what is going to hold together all these other characteristics and virtues we've talked about today. It keeps it all together. We all know the love chapter of Scripture fairly well, 1 Corinthians 13, and we're aware that it says there that if I have not love, I am nothing. If there is no real love there, then there is no real compassion or kindness or humility or gentleness or patience or forgiveness. Love is the glue. Love binds them all together in perfect unity. And of course, we're talking about no other love than the love of the Lord Jesus. Paul also refers to something more in verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. In many ways, that sums up everything we've heard today as well. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. The peace of Christ is everything he has ever done for us and ever will do for us for our eternal welfare. Let that peace rule in your hearts. And there's a picture in that word rule. It's the picture of an umpire or a referee taking up residence in our hearts. Let the peace of Christ be the umpire or the referee that has the final word. The peace of Christ must have the final say in all things. And we can see that peace of Christ ruling in our hearts when it starts to affect some of the decisions we make in life, when it starts to affect how we evaluate conflicts in our lives. Let the peace of Christ have the final word. Whether we're talking about the picture of a, a judge or an umpire or a referee, the peace of Christ has the final say. It's just another one of the virtues that follows the therefore of verse 12. I don't know if any of these have resonated with you today. Any of these virtues, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, peace. 
There's another one Paul lists here in these verses too, thanksgiving. Considering all that God has done for us and continues to do for us, therefore, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In connection with that, Paul makes reference to singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude, thanksgiving in our hearts to God. On most Sundays of the year, as we did today, we sing a psalm. And we all know how it works, just like it did today. We start with the refrain, and then we have some responsive verses, and then we go back to the refrain, and then we speak a few more verses of the psalm, and then we finish with the refrain. It keeps coming back to the refrain. Thanksgiving to God is the refrain of the Christian life. Thanksgiving to God is the thing we keep returning to over and over and over to again and again every day of our lives. Thanksgiving is just another one of those things that follows the therefore of verse 12. Christmas isn't just something that comes and goes. It's not just a one-day thing. December isn't just this huge buildup to December 24th and 25th, and then it's done and over with, right? Yes, Christmas reminds us of everything God has graciously done for our salvation. But the days following Christmas, the rest of the year, are the therefore of our lives. The, the therefore are all these characteristics listed here in Colossians chapter 3. As we live in this world, it is an opportunity for us to clothe ourselves with thanksgiving to God. This isn't bringing attention to ourselves. As we carry out and, and fulfill these virtues of Colossians chapter 3, it's not to bring glory and honor to us. As we continue to show and express these virtues in our lives. It really is an expression of thanksgiving to God, the Son of God, the Son of Man, our Savior at Bethlehem and beyond. Now, Christmas is not just a one-day event. But the only way for us to grow in these virtues The only way for us to to live and grow in them is to live and grow in Christ. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. The word of Christ, Christ himself must be the focal point of not only our worship services here at Risen Savior, but every single detail of our life as a congregation. The word of Christ, Christ himself, must be the focal point of every aspect of your individual lives and my individual life. The only way we're going to live and grow in these virtues of Colossians chapter 3 is when we live and grow in the love and word of Jesus Christ. So let us not leave Christmas in the rearview mirror. Let us instead remember that there's a therefore that continues Christmas and beyond in Colossians chapter 3. In view of all the things God graciously, wonderfully, lovingly does for us, therefore, 
There's something to follow. There's a connection. That word therefore connects two things. And hopefully there's that Christmas connection in our lives in the days ahead. In view of all the incredible things God has done for us, therefore, what I would like to do is for you to take out your bulletin, open up to page 9, and let us read together these words from Colossians chapter 3. It's found on page 9. And we read Colossians chapter 3 together. Therefore, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Risen Savior podcast. For more information about our church, check us out online at risensavior.us.